Hello, welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, January 2nd, 2023, and we have completed week 52 of 2022. I would like to take this opportunity to wish everyone a very happy new year. I hope you had a great 2022, and we know that 2023 has a lot in store for all of us. As a reminder, businesstravel360.com is a great resource to take advantage of for everything business travel. Here you can listen, read, watch, and take advantage of deals, look up events, and even have some fun with some great videos. All of this is available on businesstravel360.com. Now, let's get to the headlines. The 2023 Omnibus Appropriations Bill that was signed this Thursday by President Joe Biden includes funding to bring TSA employee compensation to a level with other federal agencies. It also supports funding to expand collective bargaining rights for our screening workforce. After years of advocating for fair pay for TSA employees, the provision allows that the agency to bring pay rates in alignment with other federal agencies effective July 1, 2023. TSA frontline employees, called Transportation Security Officers, or TSO, have been generally paid up to 30% less than their federal counterparts. The bill also includes funding for expanded collective bargaining rights for TSA's non-supervisory TSOs, as well as new computed tomography and credential authentication technology acquisitions that will significantly enhance the checkpoint screening capabilities. TSOs now regularly screen more than 2 million passengers per day, and we expect travel volumes to continue to increase throughout 2023. The Omnibus Appropriations Bill further enables the critical national security work and the TSA employees do every day to protect our national transportation systems. Southwest Airlines continued with mass cancellations, canceling more than 2,500 flights on Wednesday, representing 62% of their schedule for that day, according to FlightAware. Southwest accounted for 88% of all cancellations from and to the U.S. on Wednesday. The airline warned earlier this week that it would take several days to restore normal operations. Southwest has already canceled more than 2,300 flights on Thursday, which represented 58% of their schedule for that day. In a video address from Southwest CEO Bob Jordan, who attempted to reassure flyers that the airline is doing everything it can to restore operations, he said that Southwest plans to fly a reduced schedule over the next few days while repositioning aircraft and flight crews. In a similar note, President Joe Biden said that his administration will hold airlines accountable after nationwide flight cancellations from the extreme storm this past week. Thousands of flights nationwide had been canceled around the holidays, and our administration is working to ensure that the airlines are held accountable, Joe Biden wrote on a tweet. If you have been affected by the cancellations, go to at USDOT's dashboard to see if you're entitled to compensation. Thousands of flights that were canceled this week, of course, many of them were Southwest Airlines. About 4,000 domestic U.S. flights were canceled on Monday, according to FlightAware. Now in news that impacts the travel industry. Beginning January 5th, all travelers to the U.S. from China will be required to take a COVID-19 test no more than two days before travel and provide a negative test before boarding their flights. This testing applies to anyone two years and older. Other countries have taken similar steps in an effort to keep infections from spreading beyond China's border. 
Japan will require a negative COVID-19 test upon arrival for travelers from China, and Malaysia announced new tracking and surveillance measures. India, South Korea, and Taiwan are requiring virus tests for visitors from China. The lunar year, which begins on January 22nd, is usually China's busiest travel season, and China announced Tuesday that it will resume issuing passports for tourism for the first time since the start of the pandemic in 2020. The U.S. action is a return to the requirement for some international travelers. The Biden administration lifted the last of such mandates in June. At that time, the CDC continued to recommend that people boarding flights to the U.S. get tested close to departure time and not travel if they are sick. SpaceX achieved a major milestone by pulling off its 60th orbital launch of the year, a goal that the CEO Elon Musk had been targeting for the space company. A Falcon 9 rocket launched early hours of Wednesday morning, lifting off from Space Canaveral Space Force Station in Florida. The rocket carried 54 Starlink satellites, which may have been the first batch of SpaceX's next-generation satellites under the newly acquired license. Earlier in the year, SpaceX CEO Elon Musk announced that his company was aiming for 60 launches in 2022. In 2021, SpaceX launched the Falcon 9 rocket 31 times, and one year later, it has almost doubled. Elon Musk previously stated that he's aiming for 100 launches in 2023. And now, news of new travel services and improvements. Hyatt's Unbound Collection is adding a luxury Swiss property, announcing the signing of the Hotel Fluella in Davos. The property, which has operated as a hotel since 1868, is undergoing an extensive renovation and will relaunch as part of the Unbound Collection in 2023. Located across from Davos train station, the 50-room hotel is walking distance from the nearby Parsons Ski Resort. Hotel Fluella is the second Swiss property for the Unbound Collection, joining a boutique hotel currently under development in Kranz, Montana, Switzerland. That hotel is expected to open in December 2023. Avianca in March will start flying nonstop between Boston and Bogota, Colombia. The airline will operate the route five times a week. Avianca will operate Boston Avianca in a one-cabin Airbus A320 aircraft outfitted with 180 seats. Avianca is expected to be the only airline flying that route. This will be Avianca's 11th U.S. gateway. A late 2023 opening of the Fountain Blue Las Vegas is getting closer to becoming a reality thanks to a financing boost of more than $2 billion. Developers Fountain Blue Development and Koch Real Estate Investments announced that they have secured a $2.2 billion construction loan to complete the 67-story casino resort. Located at the north end of the Las Vegas Strip, the Fountain Blue Las Vegas will have 3,700 hotel rooms and over 500,000 square feet of convention and meeting space as well as gaming, dining, retail, and wellness components. Delta Airlines was the timeliest airline in North America in 2022, according to an annual ranking by flight data provider, Cerium. Delta's 87.1% on-time ranking bested runner-up Alaska Airlines, which arrived on time at 81.4%. Cerium uses DOT's definition for on-time, which means that all flights that arrive within 15 minutes of schedule. United was the third most timely airline at 81%, followed by American at 78%, Southwest at 74%, Frontier at 68%, JetBlue at 67%, and Allegiant at 66%. The ranking did not include Spirit Airlines. Canadian Airlines WestJet and Air Canada occupied the bottom of the ranking. WestJet was on time 60% of the time and Air Canada 55%.
With that, thank you for joining us, and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. You can subscribe to this Business Travel Podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, iHeart, Pandora, or Spotify. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they may also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well.